My name is Humble Gray, and I am a Mississippi farmer. If there's one thing old Farmer Gray admires, it's a man who sticks to his guns. And a good friend of mine, Gully Jameson, he's just that sort. Come heck or high water, he will act on his beliefs, no matter the asservation of naysayers. And he was sorely tested a while back when tragedy befell him and his wife Charlotte. See, she began to have some troubles netherward, and so visited the doctor accompanied by Gully, a very supportive spouse. Hers was a physician who specialized in the ladies, a so-called obstetrician-gynecologist, or OBGYN, to use the lingo. He welcomed her into his examination room and got out his instruments so he could do what need be done, which he did. And what he found, to poor Charlotte's dismay, was that she had, well, let's just say that she had for a short time been with child and was now without. "'Twould have been there first, too, and that hardened the blow. "'I didn't even know I was in the family way,' sobbed she, "'while Dr. Petrie comforted her by saying that at so early a stage "'it wouldn't have been evident to her. "'Gully sat down next to Charlotte on the examination table, "'and as he put his arm around her, she leaned her head on his shoulder. "'Take heart now,' says the physician. "'You're plenty fit, so I expect you can have lots of young'uns in the future.' Charlotte nodded, for these words appeared to comfort her some, and Gully seemed to be heartened too. But as the medico made to leave the room, the young man says, So, Doc, when can we take our child home? Dr. Petrie stopped and says, I'm sorry, what? And Gully repeated, he says, When can we take home our child? As Charlotte looked at her husband with bewilderment, the doctor says, Well, you can't. The zygote, as we call it, did not develop past the early embryonic stage, so... Unfortunately, there was no child. Well, says Gully, I dasn't see that as the case, for, as I'm sure you'll agree, personhood begins at conception. The wife and I are, in fact, committed to the idea that the moment seed meets egg, you've got yourself a human child with all the same legal status as any citizen of these here United States. That's kind of a tricky concept, says Dr. Petrie. Really, says Gully, then just ask the experts. "'Cause I believe at this point in time, six out of nine Supreme Court justices would agree with me.' "'So what is it you would like?' asked Dr. Petrie. "'Simple,' says the young man, "'that you hand over what emerged from my wife so we can bring it up proper.' "'But, but that's not possible,' says the M.D. "'All we have here is a blastula.' "'Did you just call my boy a vampire?' says Gully. "'No,' replies the doctor. "'Not Dracula. I said blastula.' That means it's just a hollow ball of cells. No arms or legs or noggin or nothing. Nonetheless, says Gully, I must insist that you hand over Collier. That's what I intend to call him, incidentally, Collier, so that the wife and I may parent him. Are you nuts, says Charlotte through her tears. What, says her husband. You mean the name? I just kind of cotton to it, that's all. Senator Collier Jameson, President Collier Jameson, kind of rolls off the tongue, don't you think? What I mean, says she, is that's not a baby. It's just what the doctor said it is. You want to name a child? Wait till we have one with a head. If that's your thinking, says Gully, then you're not the person I thought I married. 
This led the woman to sob even harder, but no matter how vociferously she and the doctor argued against Gully's proposed course of action, he would not be dissuaded. Finally, the physician, envisioning lawsuits and community censure, handed over the nearly invisible embryo wrapped in a small white cloth. I think he favors me in the looks department, says Gully, cradling the tiny thing. Charlotte was quiet on the ride home, although her man was full of conversation. I don't like just placing him in the back like that without a child seat, says he. Let's stop by that Target and Zare and pick one up. Look at that. I never said child seat before in my life, and I just said it now. Said it twice if you count that last sentence, which I do. And is it too early to talk about preschool? I mean, for the really fancy ones, they say you should register before birth. They're so competitive. But we were caught off guard, so they can't fault us there. And not to change the subject, but what do you think his nickname in Little League will be? Maybe we should pick one out for him so they don't give him a dumb one later. Oh, listen to me, talking like an overly concerned papa. They did stop at the Target, where Charlotte sat in the car while Gully picked up the child seat, diapers, a high chair, and other infant necessities. Then, as soon as they got back home, the young woman took to bed. In the late afternoon, her husband entered, carrying Collier in a blanket. Honey, says he, I think it's time our boy was fed. Do you intend to give suck to our child? Get out of here, Charlotte hollered, and then she pulled the covers over her head. Formula it is then, says Gully, and he took his son into the kitchen. He returned to the bedroom a half hour later and says, Holy mackerel, there was more milk on the floor than in that child, but I guess that's just the way babies are. Charlotte lay there and said nothing, so Gully called me and asked if I still had that crib, the one I'd made by hand years ago in anticipation of an event that never happened. I said I did and that he could have it. And then I asked when his own blessing was expected to arrive. Happened this morning, says he. Well, I was dumbfounded. I said, but I saw Charlotte last week. She was coming out of Clemmers, and if I may say, she did not look to be with child. Yeah, it was quite a surprise, says Gully, but here I am, a proud daddy. So I loaded the crib into my pickup and drove it over to the Jamesons, where I was introduced to Collier. Uh, gee whiz, says I. This isn't, uh... This isn't quite what I was expecting. Well, that's because he's a bit small for his age, says my young friend. But he lacks in size, he makes up for in feistiness. Really, says I, you can tell that? Sure, says Gully, just look at that expression. Stubborn as his daddy. Well, as enthusiastic as the man was about his new paternal role, Charlotte remained just the opposite, so that a week later she had not moved from that bed. And when Gully climbed out from under their blanket every night for 2 a.m. feedings, she'd just roll over without looking at him. Finally, one evening, when the young man was rocking little Collier and singing, An Elephant Walks Like This and That, it's the only thing that puts him to sleep, he said. He saw his wife emerge from the bedroom, dressed for traveling and hauling a large suitcase. Where are, you, where are we going, dearest? asked Gully. We aren't going anywhere, says Charlotte. I am returning home to my parents. Now, honey, says her man, I've been reading up on this, and indeed he had checked out several pertinent books from the library. I believe you to be suffering from a what you call postpartum depression. No, says she, I'm suffering from a what you call insane husband, but there's a sure cure for that, never to see you again. And with that, she was out the door. Gully was heartbroken, but he buried his sorrow by throwing himself into the responsibilities of fatherhood. He'd proudly push a stroller down Main Street, 
nodding and smiling to passers-by who'd look at him a bit quizzically, mainly because they failed to notice Collier in the seat and thought the stroller to be completely empty, and when he showed up to Sunday service at First Baptist, folks wondered why he was bouncing a blanket and intoning, shh, during Pastor Wally's sermon. Ain't he a blessing, he said to the reverend afterward as the congregation was filing out. The clergyman looked at what appeared to be a small dot in the middle of the blanket and asked, What exactly is that, my son? Why, it's my son, says Gully. Don't you think he favors me? To which Pastor Wally replied, But that's a, uh, a, uh, a person, says the young man, as, begin as begins at conception. Don't you agree? I do, of course, says the pastor, but, I, I mean, but... I'd better take him home, says Gully. He's getting a bit fussy. Then he left, saying he was looking forward to next Sunday. Now the thing is, as unconventional as this father-son pair was, the town, over time, became accustomed to them. Got him into preschool, Gully told me a while back, when we ran into each other at the marathon service station. And I think it's really helping with what the books call socialization. I mean, you hear some folks talking about how their youngins aren't prone to sharing toys or how they even bite other children, but no such complaints about my collier, no sir. Though the teacher did tell me he's a little on the quiet side. You know, doesn't participate as much as he might, but I imagine that's a phase, so I'm not too worried. Besides, once I sign him up for peewee football, I think the situation will straighten out. It was last Saturday, in fact, that I saw Gully's truck parked outside Earl's Plumbing Supply a few hours after the youngin's game next to the Tanton Granary. His window was down, and I could hear him talking sternly to a football helmet in the passenger's seat. I'm sorry, son, says he, but I must tell you, I, I just didn't see old Charlie Hustle out there this morning. I mean, you let the defensive line breeze right by you. Keep that up, and you'll never play nose tackle. No siree, bub. I wandered over. Trouble, Gully, says I. Oh, he sighed. I'm just giving the boy what fur about being a team player. Then he looked at the helmet and looked at me. He's under there, by the way, says Gully. I mean, I'm not just talking to an empty helmet. After all, that'd be crazy, right? I reckon, says I. Well, says the Papa, I guess that's enough harsh talk. We're going to head over to the frozen custard stand for a cone. Want to come with? No, thanks, says I, but I appreciate the invitation. No problem, says the young man. I've got an appointment with an assistant manager over at First National on Monday. Never too early to start saving up for college. There's a lot of potential in this boy. And off he went. My friend Gully, a fellow who sticks to his guns. Yes, sir. Play me out, Zeke. <laughs>